Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Merry Christmas, brothers and sisters. I pray you and your family and your friends and your loved ones all enjoyed a beautiful and blessed celebration of the Nativity of our Lord. What a great time of the year it is. Um, Christmas, where we can get together and, and, and just enjoy one another's presence and company and, 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 and sing songs, play games, and of course pray pray together as a family and as a church you know we really had a packed weekend right we 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 had christmas um day on saturday and then sunday was the feast of, of, the, of the holy family you know it's, it, it, it 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 seems to be very quick and then monday which is today the day when i'm recording this is um uh the the feast of Saint John, John the Apostle and Evangelist. But, but let's not forget also on um, on Sunday, which was the twenty sixth. It's really also the the feast of Saint of Saint Stephen, of Saint Stephen, our first martyr. We call him the the proto martyr, right? He 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 is a first martyr, and and I think it is interesting how how the church um, right after Christmas of the first, the first feast day or, or saint that we remember is Saint Stephen, is a martyr, and I think in many ways that this also tells us a little bit about Jesus Himself that that the life that He has come to 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 live and and, and to live out is is one that is meant to be given over, meant to be given over for the people, and Stephen. Um, in his life, he he also died doing the same thing. He died giving witness to God and his faith. But not just that, but also to to God's mercy, um, imitating what our Lord did on the cross when he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. St. Stephen also did the same. He also did the same. He asked the Lord to, to forgive those who were stoning him. And then he, he died. But we're confident that 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 the moment that he he expired, he he was with he was with our Lord, and so. And then we again, you know, we have the Holy Family. We 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 see the Holy Family is as as this model and this example of of holiness, but also really of what what our families should also reflect. Whether it is our our own biological family, our parents and our siblings, or or 
or maybe family of you know other people who we consider our family whatever our families may be or look like it should reflect the love that the holy family um, shows and by which it is by which it is bind binded is is and rooted in the love of god right and so i'm not sure if you read my reflection on the holy family but but i encouraged all of us to to really imitate and allow the the docility of mary the righteousness of joseph and the obedience of jesus to really move us to move us to to be better to be better christians this year to be better and more faithful disciples of god so I, I I just want to take this moment, take this time to break down those three, um, those three, um, I guess characteristics, and then we'll have a little look at at the week ahead because it's also a a, a packed week. Um, and so also be before I do go into each word, I do want to um, just say that you know Christmas would be celebrated as an octave, meaning for each of the eight days. Um, beginning with Christmas, every day is Christmas Day. And so from now until this Saturday, it is Christmas Day again and again, just a Groundhog Day, but only for eight days. But so after the octave, we're still in the Christmas season until the baptism of our Lord. But but for the first eight days of Christmas, it is we, we as a church celebrated as Christmas Day itself. For eight days, just just a little, um, a little um, point of 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 information in in case you haven't heard that or did not know that. So okay, so so back to those three characteristics, the docility of Mary. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean the docility of Mary when when the angel appeared to her at the, at the Annunciation. You know, saying that she will bear a son, and 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 that she said, "Let it be done to me according to that word," because she is the handmaid of the Lord. You know, docility doesn't mean blind faith or or blind trust, because blind anything isn't real, right? Blind anything doesn't presuppose a relationship, but docility does. True docility means that there must be a relationship that comes before that. Because Mary believed in God, because Mary had a personal relationship with God, she knew that whatever God had in store for her was the best plan for her. And that is what allowed her to give her fiat, to, to give her yes, to give her, let it be done to me according to, the, to that word. It wasn't because it was blind faith or blind trust. It was because she knew that God had her best interest at heart. That she knew and believed that God's plan for her is the best that she can follow. And that she must. She must because only that will, will give her um, the most joy. Only following God's will will really give her life meaning. 
and to one day be with him in heaven. And so that's what I mean by the docility of Mary, the docility of 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 having a trust and faith in God and having a personal relationship with him. Because that's where it all all stems is is that without faith, without knowing and being with the Lord, how can we say yes to him? And so our docility must must be nurtured um, by our friendship with God. Okay, so second, the righteousness of Joseph. What do we mean by righteousness? Righteousness um, in, in, in some other translations can mean justice or or it, it it can mean to again it 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 involves and it is um, connected to the docility that I just mentioned because righteousness is, is really to be in right relationship. Because Joseph, we're told again and again in Matthew's gospel that 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 he was a just man. He was a righteous man. Which means that not just that he was a nice guy, right? Because nice guys, not all nice guys um, are righteous. They can appear nice, but maybe within them, their hearts are not so nice. But but a righteous man is is someone who is in right relationship with God. And because one is in, in right relationship with God, that also means that one is in right relationship with his brothers and sisters. So that's what I mean by righteousness of Joseph. Because Joseph had complete trust in God. And that allowed him to care for Mary and Jesus. And to really journey with Mary to Bethlehem. And then from Bethlehem to Egypt. And then back to Nazareth. Because Joseph knew that God again had his back. That God's plan for him and for Mary and for Jesus was the one that he must pursue. Because only that will give them um, the joy and the peace and the love and the life that God promises. And so that's the righteousness of Joseph. And the obedience of Jesus. We we heard in um, if we went to mass on Sunday, um, we heard that we heard a passage when Mary and Joseph and Jesus went to Jerusalem for the Passover. And then when they were going back, they thought Jesus was with the relatives, but then they realized they they that Jesus wasn't with them. And so they went back and and they found Jesus in the temple. And when Mary approached Jesus asking asking him why did he do that and you know didn't he know that it it, it gave it, it worried them you know Jesus gave the answer of well why would you ask that wouldn't you know that I must be about my father's business but you know Mary said that she we're, we're, we're told that Mary pondered these things in her heart but we're told that from that point on Jesus went with Mary and Joseph and he was obedient to them. And he grew in wisdom, right, and stature. The obedience. The obedience of Jesus, not just then, but also on the cross. That despite 
the suffering, the intense suffering, the hardships. You know, think, think about being persecuted by your own people, being rejected by your own relatives and friends, probably, and ultimately being humiliated and spat upon and being nailed to a cross and dying. Jesus is the example of obedience, the obedience that we too as Christians also must strive to to aspire to. Not saying that we, we, we will all be crucified, that's not what I mean, but but obedient knowing that that God's will for us may include, may have times that are trying, that life will have its struggles, but that God will never abandon us. And that obedience, again, is connected to and rooted in one's relationship with God. And so that's a key word that links the docility of Mary, the righteousness of Joseph, and the obedience of Jesus is relationship. We must be in right relationship with God. And hence, when we have that, then we will be in relationship with our brothers and sisters. And we will be able to bring them and bring others to Christ. And isn't that what we're called to do as Christians? Right? To bring others to Christ? To bear Christ to others? And so, my, my brothers and sisters, hopefully that 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 makes some sense to you. Um, um, and, and may we allow those three things, the docility, righteousness, and obedience, to really direct our thoughts and our actions and even our desires as we as we continue with our Christmas season and also as we approach the beginning of a new year. And so we have a few things going on this week. So today, Monday, is, is, is um, the Feast of St. John, the Apostle, who, 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 who is officially known as the Beloved Disciple, right? Um, who, um, who's the author of, of the Gospel of John, but also um, the Book of Revelation. Um, who also is the only apostle that that did not die a, a martyr's death, but that that he was the one that who Jesus entrusted Mary to, and and whom also brought Mary into his home, meaning also giving Mary over to us too to be our mother. And tomorrow, um, the twenty eighth, we celebrate another. Um, um, sad story, really, which is the Holy Innocence, when when Herod went about slaughtering all babies under two, for fear that it was Jesus, the, who 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 he has come to know as as a new king, because this new king will pose a threat to his own kingship, and so he slaughtered. And it was a mass homicide, really, of of children, and so we we remember. We remember the the holy innocents who who um, who were slaughtered um, innocently, um, as the name as, as the name suggests. And then also, um, fast forward to um, uh, Saturday. Um, we have New Year's Day, of course, but we we have the solemnity of Mary, the, the Mother of God, and we remember and celebrate Mary 
as as a mother of of our church and, and a mother of Jesus and, and a mother of God. But we'll talk more about that next week when when I meet with you here again. And so, so my brothers and sisters, hopefully Christmas has been well. And um, remember every day this week is Christmas Day. So wish your family and friends a Merry Christmas. And um, and please take care of yourselves and, and stay safe. And um, I'll see you before you know it. All right. Merry Christmas. And happy Feast of St. John. Happy Holy Family. Happy Ho Feast of the Holy Innocents. And then I'll, and of course, Happy New Year. And um, happy Mary, Mother of God. And then I should be seeing you soon after that. Okay. All right. Um, know my prayers and please pray for me. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care and God bless. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.